Welcome to the Wise and Wild Soul Podcast. Awaken your wise and wild body and soul as we talk about all things mystical and magical and bring them back down to earth to empower you to be unapologetically you and to shine your light, honey, okay? Welcome back, love. So today we're going to be diving into 2020's theme, astrological theme of Jupiter being in Capricorn because Jupiter moves through all 12 zodiac signs one year per sign. So last time Jupiter was in Capricorn, it was 12 years ago. And because it basically moves one sign per year, it can give you a great overarching theme for that year. So if you want to make New Year's intentions based on that, that's a great way to go about things. It gives you a little bit of a focus theme to work with. And that's why I want to talk about this because so you can see how you can apply it to a collective level and also a personal level of themes and what will be cropping up for us because this is going to be a potent year coming up and uh, there's going to be a lot of points of growth and growing pains with that because of where Jupiter is placed. Last year, it was in Sagittarius in its home sign and it was hunky-dory happy as can be just expanding in knowledge and love and life and joy. Like that's what Jupiter does. It amplifies it expands, it highlights, and it brings blessings, healing, and joy. But it can be an over-amplifier too, because depending on what it sign it's, to, uh, rather what planet is touching, it can bring about this feeling of overdoing or overwhelming uh, or a sense of bloat, right, in a physical way too. So we want to be attentive to that. We may be over-amplifying shadow qualities or maybe highlighting some uh, beautiful light qualities in the planets and sign that it's in. Because it's expanding in the sign of Capricorn, it's going to be interesting because Jupiter is not happy in Capricorn. It's in what's called the fall or its weakest kind of placement because Jupiter is all about expanding. And it wants to just stretch its wings and get bigger and bigger and bigger. Whereas Capricorn's be like, no, bitch. Psh- Put some boundaries on that shit. We're going to focus you in and constrict that energy so it's in a full laser beam of focus and mastery versus you just going all over the place and getting dispersed and just getting distracted and escaped as fuck. So it's really holding you in. It's that corset, right? And Jupiter don't like that very much. So that's where you can see that tension, that growing pain effect of having to pull in and rein in our energy into what's actually in alignment for us, what we're actually here to do, what's actually in alignment with our physical and energetic bodies so that we're working in the best place of flow versus going all over the place, which is hard for me. And I feel like I don't want to be constricted for a few reasons because my moon is natally in Sagittarius. So I internally already am like, Don't rein me in. I just want to keep learning and expanding. La la la. And um, also Jupiter natally conjuncts my sun. So in my core essence too, I have that feeling of like, give me all the knowledge. And I overdo and I overextend a lot until burnout. And then on top of that, in human design, I'm a manifesting generator, which means I like my energy type is one to just do all the things and follow my bliss and I want to do everything and I have a lot of energy to do all the stuff when it's energetically aligned for me to do it but sometimes we don't take note of what actually feels in alignment so that's what Capricorn's kind of like going to help us pull in 
and really focus in on what's alignment for us in this growth in this growth period. And it won't always be pretty, but it will help us to get back in touch, hopefully, with what we're here to do, who we are, our core essence, depending especially on where Capricorn is in your birth chart. And remember that Jupiter moves annually through each sign. So last time Jupiter was in Capricorn was 12 years ago. So that was like 2008. I'm trying to think back what I was in 2008. I was in college. I was just starting my sophomore year of college. And what's interesting, because Capricorn for me is in my first house and my rising sign, and I got a shit ton of planets in it, that at that point was when our, uh, I yeah, because it was in the, it would have been, yes. So this is back in my opera days. And at that point, we just learned that our opera program was getting cut. And I had just actually started getting, excelling at that at my school at the time. But they cut the opera program and the opera productions. And at that point, my cohort and I were like, fuck this shit. We got a good thing going on. We got a good group of singers. So basically, I steerheaded this student-led opera organization that's still actually going down in San Diego. Shout out to Plot. And they, so that's what I, I like really called in that Capricornian energy of like, being the CEO of leadership, of creating structure, of uh, because I had to build basically with my team uh, an organization. Like I had to do the step-by-step processes and like, and I started learning about nonprofit management and stuff like that. So that's super Capricornian, which is really interesting. Like it really made me lean into my leadership qualities. So now I'm basically back at that point. And that's because Capricorn is in my first house and first house is all about leadership, identity, the self, the body. I'm going to be refueling that, but in a different way, because there's a shit ton more plans to Capricorn at this point right now in transits. Don't worry. We're going to go into all the signs, uh, all the houses and see what it would be coming up for you, depending on what house placement this is in it. Okay. But that'll be a little later. And it'll be really fascinating to see how this occurs collectively because the last time there was this big stellium or big collection of planets in Capricorn was in the late eighties, which is when I was born and in the early nineties. So think 1989, 1990, there was Saturn, Uranus and Neptune there depending on retrogrades and stuff. But anywho, but during that time, what happened? It was the fall of the Soviet union. Funny thing. Capricorn rules governments and politics and the traditions of that, right? Oh, big political shift, big political like expansion and reconstructing, right? And transformation. So now we have another one happening. And also what's happening in the U.S. in 2020, it's another huge pivotal election and of our collective psyche of being like, we need to get out of our stupid ass shithole mentality and old structures and paradigms that don't fucking work because currently we got what do we got we got pluto we got which is a slow ass moving planet we got saturn which will still be there for another year almost and we got uh jupiter now we also got venus currently and yeah there's a shit ton of planets currently in it and that will be sitting in it for a while pluto's all about transformation and upheaval 
Saturn is all about mastering and structure and it's all the Capricornian things, right? So again, if you're 30, you're really feeling the Saturn return right now and putting in the pressure of mastery, but also um, calling in tradition. Also, the South Node is in there currently too, which is all about karmic shit being pulled up. Yeah, I can't forget about that one. So it's really potent right now in Capricorn and transformative and shadow shit is happening. Okay. So I've been seeing some memes that like 2020 is going to be so transformative. It's going to be so expansive. Yes. Yes. But also because I mean, Jupiter is there, so it will be expansive, but I don't think it's going to be easy as people be thinking it is. Uh, because there's some potent shit going on, especially if you have some heavy Capricorn in your birth chart, you're going to be feeling it. I know I am feeling some shit going down internally. And yes, there's expansion, but there's also going to be grief cycles with expansion and change. There are growing pains that we'll have to go through. There are restructuring of, of subconscious beliefs and also patterns and of how we, uh, engage with life currently that will probably be happening, but hopefully that's to help us get in line with our integrity, with our energy, and with who we are as adults. There's gonna be a lot of adulting happening. And I know, I don't want to adult sometimes. I really don't feel like adulting the past couple of weeks. I don't wanna deal with the stuff, but it's going to be an adulting sign depending on where it is in your chart and what house it's in. Maybe it's about adulting about financial matters or taking in about debt. Maybe it's about relationships and marriage. It might be about um, education or family and fertility. It will be interesting what will be cropping up for you in this in 2020. But the big theme really is growth. Growth, focus, growing pains. I, you know, you know what I mean? I mean, so let's see, think about some big dates that will be coming up too with Capricorn um, and just 2020 in general. So the sun will enter, we're going to be, it's potent now with Jupiter just coming into Capricorn, but then basically around uh, winter, um, winter solstice around the 21st, the sun will enter um, into Capricorn just after Venus leaves. And then we're going to still keep basically a bunch of ships on planets, like four planets at Capricorn. And then we have a solar eclipse in Capricorn on the, on Christmas day, the 25th, that'll be conjunct Jupiter. And, uh, then we got Mercury's going to be entering Capricorn on the 28th. So December is like, fuck, <laughs> I don't know. To me, that's going to be like heavy. <laughs> it's potent. And then that means there's five planets plus the, the south node uh, for like three weeks. And then let's see, Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn will be conjunct January 12th at 22 degrees Capricorn. That's a big potent shit going down about transforming um, our politics. And that conjunction is going to happen three times throughout that whole year uh, because of how retrogrades happen. So they're going to be touching each other three times throughout the year. And it's going to be some internal and external transformation of, of the shadow sides, I think, of particularly of Saturn. So what does work mean? What does, um, you know, constriction mean? What does my 
right, traditional paradigms mean? Does this still align with me or with the collective? How can we change these structures and patterns and, and um, systems that to be in better alignment with our collective whole? And we may be seeing a lot of political governmental shifts around that. A lot of, or, um, or think shit's going to come up probably just so we know this, this, this winter time, I don't think it's just all jolly and jingles. No, (laughs) you may feel a bit more heftiness happening and like, yeah, I just give you, let's all give ourselves some grace. Okay. And then we got Mars coming in to Capricorn in February around the 16th. And that's going to build a little bit more focus into that Capricorn energy. We'll probably feel a bit more of that like goal orientation around then that uh, Capricorn loves to do, that ambition of planning and making progress, that you'll probably feel more of the drive to do it around uh, Valentine's Day, basically, around the in February versus uh, right at New Year's, because everyone wants to make their New Year's shit happen, like, right on the first. It's like, you may feel more of a pull to do it a little after, especially because there's so much potent, like, eclipse energy happening that might be more, like, internal processing shifting and channeling or whatever you want to call it, like, downloads. You might be intuiting more things into your, basically, your subconscious and your consciousness. So you may want to, basically, instead of, like, now we're in Capricorn, have all your plans out now. This beginning process is more like, okay, it's time. What do you want to fucking do? Let's start to visualize and narrow it down. Once you get that visual, visual coming in, coming in. Okay, you got the focus. You got the blinders on. We got it channeled in. Okay, now bitch, go around then. So this winter time, give yourself more space to like rein it in. Like just start to pull into a deeper vision and that feels right. That is right for your energy and purpose versus trying to implement it right away because Capricorn wants you to do it slowly and successfully. And, uh, that has a strong foundation versus you just doing all, all on the impulse. That's like Aries being like, Oh, let's do it now. Capricorn be like, bitch, no, slow it down. Okay. We're going to chill. We're going to, we're going to really, Rain it in about what we want. What's our mission? What's our vision? What are our core values? What are our pillars of focus here? And whatever area, especially in business though, like it's going to be, you may have this restructuring and rebranding happening. I know I'm feeling that a bit, really focusing and uh, zoning in on what your genius is and what your purpose is. And then we're going to have a little bit of a break feel from all that stuff where it's just going to be Jupiter and Pluto and Capricorn um, around July in the summertime because of some retrogrades and stuff like that. Um, Saturn will start to move towards Aquarius, leaving Capricorn in March, and we'll come back in July. So we're going to have that little, basically like springtime, it won't be as heavy, which I'm so excited about, (laughs) but then it will like fully go back then Saturn's going to come back in basically in the summer and fall, and then it'll go back into its forward motion by new and in Aquarius at the end of 2020. So spring should be nice to not feel so heavy and get actual stuff done that feels right. That's my hope. <laughs> so if you are a, a my cohort of millennials that was born between 1989 and 1991, you probably have Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. 
and maybe other um, planets too in Capricorn. So you've been going through your Saturn return or, or around finishing it. You're, you're naturally going to be feeling some shit going down. And uh, because Jupiter basically is touring through Capricorn and we conjunct all these natal Capricorn stellium planets and it's triggering whatever it, they all talk to in your, your natal chart. So if you want to have a personalized talk with me about what's getting triggered for you and processing it, let me know. You can DM me or email me and set up uh, a reading with me and we can talk through what's coming up for you and see what's being triggered and how we can strategize around it. Super Capricorn, right? Yeah. Let me see. Anything else I want to think about before we start to dive in? Hmm. Physically, let's talk about what this means in the body. So Jupiter is just the theme of expansion, whether it's physical or psychological. In the physical body, though, Jupiter rules your liver. And that's a big thing to think about. And also how you absorb fat and um, in the body. So fat absorption, that's some big thing to know. And then Capricorn in the body rules basically that what creates structure. So that's your bones, particularly your knees, joints, connective tissues, your teeth, and uh, your skin too. So it's all the protective layers in your body and structural components in your body. So it'll be good to note for yourself during this year, especially if you have Capricorn, rising sun, moon, or a big shit ton of shit in there. <laughs> shit ton of shit. <laughs> if you got a lot of plants in Capricorn too, take care of your joints. Get some collagen. Collagen is great for your skin and also to support your joints. Um, to physicalize that big feeling of weight and responsibility and adulting. You can physicalize that through heavy weightlifting exercises instead of doing like light cardio and like super light weights and doing it fast and lots of shit ton of time. Like, no, do the heavy lifting, like sets of six or eight at a heavy level um, and doing those squats, you know, and taking care of your, the muscles that support your knee joints, especially taking care of your teeth. So baby floss, make sure you floss those teeth. Okay. And also warming your body because Capricorn naturally has a very cold quality to it. In the Northern Hemisphere, it is winter too. So it kind of associates with that as well. And your skin might be getting extra dry. So dry brush, exfoliate, and um, you can add in like hyaluronic acid uh, serums. But get some like good, um, I, I use oil serums that are non-comedogenic uh, or whatever that word is where it clogs your pores, that's basically zero. So like hemp seed oil is great because that doesn't clog your pores. That's what I got at a store and it's been really lovely. And we'll add a little frankincense for a little age uh, deflecting there. Um, do it like oil. Um, you, oh, oil pulling could be a great embodiment practice here because remember it's the teeth, right? And uh, the structural component of the teeth. Oil pulling will help um, get those toxins and bacteria out of your teeth, especially with coconut oil or sesame seed oil. Not toasted, though. Uh, yeah, and then just moisturize that skin, honey. Get some good serums going on. I love myself some oils. I do make my own oil blend at home, and it's been working for my dry-ass skin quite nicely, which I have to say. Or doing oil washing for your skin instead of doing just strictly soap-based things at foam. Uh, so just be attentive if you're getting extra dry this year with your skin that it needs a little help 
Also hydration helps with the dry skin too. And again, uh, warm the body. So like warm lemon water can be really great because it will also help your digestion out and it helps your liver detoxify. Or you can start to add in things that help the liver naturally detoxify and support it, like with dandelion. And um, you can even get dandelion like coffee if you want to get off of caffeine. Um, uh, stuff like that. Just basically warm your body up, get it lubricated, you know, because you're not even feeling more stiff. You start to feel a bit more stiff in the body, stiff in the joints. So you want to basically lube up your body and your joints pretty much and support and cushion through this growth period because it's going to be probably a bit heavy for us, some of us. And we got to give ourselves some breaks and self-care, right? And uh, especially if you do have fat absorption issues, things to think about would be like getting vitamin D. Uh, maybe you need to take essential fatty acids if you have a particularly a lower fat diet. Um, and just being attentive if you're not absorbing fat very well in your stools. So you may need to take something like some digestive bitters to help you digest fat better. Things to note like that are some easier practical tips for the physical manifestation of Jupiter being in Capricorn. Now let's see what the transit Jupiter in Capricorn, what it would affect per house. So if you want to know what house it's in, go to something like astro.com or astro-charts.com. Put in your birth time, date, and location, and then you can see in the little circles which numbered house Capricorn lives in. And that will tell you what life areas this amplification is happening in. And that will give you a big, more cohesive theming of what is happening for you in this next year. So if your Capricorn is in the first house or your Capricorn rising, this is happening in the life area of the self, body, identity, and leadership. Woof. <laughs> so this is going to be, you. it may be manifesting in just even like a more serious approach or an amplified approach to how you even like look or brand yourself. And then your physical body, like all those tips I was giving, you may be feeling it particularly there with like body stiffness or joint pain. So really paying attention to the more of those health tools that will be good. This is where my natal Capricorn is, right? And on a psychological level, you may be feeling stuff going on and like really want to nail in and rein in like, who am I? What am I here to do? What is my purpose? Who like really claiming, I like, I feel as a deep need to like natural, just to claim like, who the fuck am I? And why am I here? Like, I just have, I, it feels like I'm in labor for this question for so many years but that's also part of my birth chart story anywho but I you may be feeling that internal oof, angst of like what is I really here to do who am I like really coming into your authenticity of self your self-authority um, it may be a time of um, regeneration and revitalization of coming into your self-confidence uh, a shift or maturation of your self-image and reframing your perception of yourself. So I am for myself feeling into, I really want to like focus in on like my brand and my business because that's essential to, I just, I've always felt like I need to do something on my own since college. Uh, I, I'm not one to just also join a huge ass company. Like it's not, 
that's traditional Capricorn kind of feel, I guess. But I've never felt that whole call, like I need to build something for myself. And um, I really want to focus it in this year for myself and really focus in on my branding because I get all over the place. My manifesting generator, Gemini self is like, no, don't constrict me. But I really need to feel into what that alignment and zone in, right? Put in the blinders like, who am I? What am I here to do? Who am I here to serve? What am I here to serve? And get really clear on that and build something that's actually going to last and be successful and be an embodied leader now. So I'm going to be uh, investing time into feeling into my flow of leadership, flow of business, flow of identity and self and shifting that perspective of getting clarity around that and hopefully pulling in that magnetism and um, or zoning in on it more, like allowing that Jupiterian qualities to come out more pretty much. And you may find that you feel more confident and things are more in flow. There's a bit more bliss and bliss happening um, and finding yourself wanting to expand in experiences because, again, this is the physical body, too. So you might be wanting to go and see, expand in yourself, the physical self. And uh, you may find yourself more gregarious or outspoken or blunt, just a bit more happy. Like it can amplify and lighten the weight of that Saturnian quality of Capricorn, or it might over amplify the, the depressive, serious side of Capricorn. So I'm going to be very attentive to that, how that manifests in my mood and in my, um, and all that stuff, uh, in my body. So I might be feeling really heavy and tired at times. So you just know that, or you might be, um, almost expanding in weight gain too. So it's just something to, to think about because of like, you may feel an overindulgence and over like you want to like expand yourself physically too, you know, and you can expand yourself physically with muscle musculature as well, but also sometimes feeling all that the stress and weight of responsibility will slow down your metabolism and you might naturally start to gain weight and that's okay too. That's just part of the physical process of being human. Our bodies change and they will continue to change. So it's not something and allowing yourself to, uh, I think, Work through fear in the physical form as well. Fear and doubt in the physical form of your body, like in your nervous system, in your um, psychological system, in your identity, and allowing that fear to not rule your life anymore and in your identity. So that's something to think about. If Jupiter is in Capricorn in the second house for you, this is going to be expressed in the realm of money, value, and worth. So you might be really zoning in and focusing in on wealth creation, on self-worth, on zoning in on what your values are and is what you're creating in your life aligned to that, making adjustments to that. And you might be really getting into uh, opening up, shifting things around fear, around materials, around wealth, around um, your self-worth and it's, yeah. And you might be wanting to go more the sensual and indulgent route in those things. Like you're calling in the wealth. So you allow yourself to like actually enjoy that, or it might be amplifying the fears around, um, wealth creation and, and worthiness. So note how that's vacillating for yourself and see if you can and make and find the tools to work through that fear and doubt to, 
so that you can actually lean into the magnetic and abundance of Jupiter versus stagnating that energy. If it's happening in your third house, third house is all about communication, learning, and and how you interact with your local network pretty much. And you may be finding that this is affecting how you experience connection and ideas or even this amplification of of seeking, right? And finding inspiration and meaning outside of yourself and the people around you and your local community. You may want to go into more like continuing education or just applying knowledge in a more practical way. And uh, it may start to amplify also uh, the nervous system and nervous ang- and energy and anxiety. So note that for yourself because it's na- the third house also is associated with Mercury, which is associated with the nervous system. So, and again, Jupiter likes to amplify, right? So it will be, might amplify that fear, fight or flight mode and, and anxiety to, um, and overwhelm that the need for knowledge or needing to put everything down in a physical form. So if you're especially you're a super idea person um, and you have so many things that you want to create and you feel like you have to create them all, this was probably going to ask you to like, and it may be like an over amplification of that and be like, it's getting overwhelming. So learning how to calm down the nervous system so that you can actually zone in on like the key things that you're here to create and do them well versus doing everything for myself i know like i want to do everything all the time i have so many ideas but not everything i think of is for me to do some podcasts i've listened to they've brought up the idea that we a few of us really um tune into like basically like this collective network of ideas of like what the spirit really wants to create in the world and but not every like we just are tapped into that frequency or tapped into that like that cloud you could say and be like oh I got that ping oh I got that ping and a bunch of people are getting the same ping but not everyone's meant to make that ping or download or idea into the physical form so it's like almost like uh, I think they've described it that there's a collective of us that are getting these downloads but uh we're not all meant to do them. You know, we're just all tuned into the same like channel pretty much. Or like we're all tuned into the home, not shopping network channel or the spirit God channel or whatever, you know, and not everyone's watching, but not everyone has to buy in or is meant to buy in, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's something to, it's, it is figuring out the alignment of ideas and calming that self down. So you're not overwhelmed with the ideas and, um, or over, or trying to get everything out in that, in that way. You know what I mean? Like you're just thinking about so many things. You want to t- share about so many things and you don't have to, you just focus on the things that you want. That's the big key word with Capricorn is focus, but you may find yourself also wanting to express yourself more honestly. Their technology may be more prominent for you during this time. And in this year, you may want to do more with your neighbors or with your siblings and in your local community. And you may find more opportunities presented on that. Um, in that, from those people, and you may be more on the road a lot because the third house also rules like short-term travel, local travel. So you might be doing more uh, around in the nearby areas, but it is also, um, more sociable. Like you may be 
more into like involved with people around you now than you have been in the past. If this is happening in the fourth house, if Jupiter is in Capricorn in the fourth house for you, this is all about home, family, ancestral shiz, and yeah, and psychological foundations. So that probably won't feel the lightest, probably. <laughs> but it's returning to your roots and amplifying what's happening in your roots, whatever roots may be. So that might be uh, getting adulting in about your home, your environmental home, and adulting about family stuff. Maybe it's legal matters around that, you know, like making us yourself a will or a will for your kids or for your family or having to deal with family shit, legal shit like that, or like realistic stuff of the home or like taking care of your parents. Like it, uh, those are more like the heavier sides of things that might be cropping up for you or like maybe ancestral patterns that are coming up and it's limiting you and it's time to like work through that shit and um or it might because jupiter also brings a healing quality it's time to heal those um familial uh, patterns and relationships that aren't healthy anymore or at least from your side you can do it and it's not meant you're not meant to fix everyone around you it's like can you do your own and then hopefully model that for other people they can pick up on it but it's also time for you to strengthen your inner psychological foundation. So doing and learning about different techniques to help you really strengthen that, strengthen your nervous system around that, doing subconscious reprogramming work. You can do um, family, oh, what is it called? Family like alignment therapy or something like that, like where you're kind of like doing visualizations to pretty much heal your ancestral line or just going to therapy with family if you need to, if it's really family focused for you at this time. Or just trying to find also like an inner stability and security in your life so that you can also create that in your family network, whether it's biological family or, uh, or relations that you, a family that you've created for yourself. Maybe it's also spending more time with your family and just being more able to enjoy your home now than you've ever in the past. Or it's also investing in homes, things like that. Because Capricorn does that, this, again, has that more like serious, potent 3D feel to this versus like being cozy and homey. It's more like, yes, and also in a real way. <laughs> now, if this is happening in your fifth house, fifth house is all about creativity, fun, hobbies, romance, fertility. I mean, creativity, right? Creation. Um, those kind of things. And, and, you may be finding yourself wanting to pretty much like focus in on your ways to have fun and really zone in on hobbies that will make you have a creative out, uh, you know, a creative brain or the way to like get it out of yourself. And I feel like it might be, a, it's less intense compared to like other uh, placements, like, like the last house. But you may be finding like your hobbies, you want to monetize it now or you want to turn it into your side business and diversify your income from a creative outlook or output. And um, so finding that basically create monetizing your creative expression can be a big theme that might come up for you and finding yourself uh, sharing and cooperating with your creativity and allowing 
your ambition to come into your creativity instead of like uh, in your creativity or your romance or your, or with group people you want to like find connections with in your creative realm. A lot of times, you know, like artists, like you have to only do it for the love of the art itself, which is great, but also it's okay allowing yourself to deprogram the belief that my creativity can't bring in abundance either and that money is bad if, for creativity. So it's something to think about. Like if you have an Etsy idea you want to do or you, you know, sell chicken sweaters or uh, paint, I don't know. You may find that you want to start to get a bit more serious in that direction and um, allowing yourself to bring that gravitas to your creative expression. You may find that you might want to have a more enjoy yourself doing the things that you love most and not um, doing so many different hobbies that aren't bringing you joy. Focus on the ones that do bring you joy. You may find that you want to have a bit more of a, you have an amplification around romance at this time. Maybe you're more sociable. You want to go out. You want to date more because Jupiter, again, it wants to like expand in that way, right? You might be a bit more fertile uh, or than this year who knows because jupiter's there and expanding you never know we never know if you want to have kids i mean <laughs> anywho next house the sixth house that's all about daily work wellness and routine so apply some of those things i said earlier for um the sixth house if you have capricorn here like the the wellness stuff the lemon water the collagen those things would be appropriate here uh and really zoning in on wellness nutrition for your body um note that because again jupiter likes to amplify might amplify some of the shadow qualities here which would be an overzealousness uh, to work out an overzealousness to like make sure i eat so good do the right thing and be hyper structured around food and nutrition and exercise so it might amplify that too and when you get to that hyper stressed point with those things they're going to become negative for you negative in the body and in the soul and in your psyche so note if you're already like tend to be in that direction with things allow the joyful side of jupiter to come and like lighten the load a little bit or just help you zone in on a few key things to like tighten up your nourishment for yourself or your wellness but also again this might not be about wellness this could be about your day-to-day -day job and you might find healing enjoy more at work or you enjoy it more and um something to think about too is that you might be getting too caught up in the details you're overly focused on the details versus the big picture especially at work or in your nutrition and wellness so it's time to allow the bigger picture to come in and think of it more as like a guidelines versus hyper structured rules um especially with wellness i just i i know that it can get so easy especially around this winter time new year mark so breathe think about more the big picture what's overall good for health for your body's health versus like being hyper structured into one type of like eating plan or exercise plan and allow yourself to lean into the light side of jupiter you know it's okay you not have to be perfectionist um, in these, in a workaholic in these in this area of life. Okay, 
allow that joy to come in, allow yourself to do things more in a smart way versus overly hard way. Now, if Capricorn and Jupiter be coming into your seventh house, that's all about partnerships, commitment, business relationships. Um, and maybe it's about making compromises and negotiating. So you're thinking about maybe like legal matters. This might be coming up with stuff about um, finding serious one-on-one relationships and in social legal matters, the self versus the other, you know, and uh, it'll be, I think that'd be very interesting to see what comes up for you. This is especially for like Capricorn risings, uh, rather Cancer risings. You would have this house placement with Capricorn in the seventh house. You might find an overamplification of, you know, needing to be so serious in your relationships, or you might find it's like lightening up and you feel more buoyant and abundant in this area and more opportunities and healing are coming in your way. So just note what wave is coming up for you in your relationship department and where you want to have commitment and dependability in that, uh, in those relationships, those one-on-one relationships. And how, what does commitment mean? What do boundaries mean for you too? Uh, And Capricorn is excellent at creating boundaries and you can lean into that if you've been compromising that, or you may be finding yourself renegotiating what those boundaries are for yourself and with others or certain relationships. And maybe having discussions about what that means, you know, and are you putting up walls or are you actually having boundaries? Uh, the power of saying no, if you've been one to like not say no lately. I think those probably would, themes would be coming up for you. If you have Jupiter coming into the eighth house for you, so Capricorn, the eighth house, this is the zone of the taboo of sex, death, power, control, the shadow. Hmm. Yeah. So we're, that would be working into like doing some shadow work, a period of healing, of growth, of um, learning about vulnerability and intimacy, a period for also focusing on finances too, on debts, investments, taxes, inheritances, joint finances. It is a period probably that shit's going to come up too, or like the link between sex and money or the erotic and money. So that linkage, that sacral chakra linkage will probably be coming up and the, uh, the need for control uh, around power with finances, with love, with intimacy. And they're all probably going to be connected and adulting in those ways versus like letting previous patterns around those rule your life still. It's time to like get real about it, you know, maybe take more responsibility on the healing aspect versus like lashing out in different ways or using like the occult to not have to deal with your investments or debt. You know, it's like, um, it's time to take a look or you can start to use the more taboo, uh, subjects to help with those things like sex magic, or you could do using intuitive tools for understanding how to do deal with this stuff. Like what's the underlying issues or like, I'm sure there's some more people coming up with like about debt or wealth creation or inherit, you know, stuff like that 
in relationship to energetics. You know, I think people are coming up more with people that know that. Uh, there's like the money witch, things like that could be helpful if you want to go that way, which might be really interesting to you, for you to see the links, you know? Now, if Capricorn is in ninth house for you, you will be um, really expanding in your worldview, in wanting to go into higher education, probably something more formal high, higher education or like a training so that you can expand your knowledge base and really seeking experience again outside of yourself. You might be going into more spiritual or faith level of expansion too or learning um, in those applicable ways. And it's applying the knowledge though, right? And so once you go through that training or uh, or class, whatever it is, so you're applying it so it becomes tangible, used knowledge. That's what Capricorn wants you to do versus like, I just learned these things and I'm never going to do anything with them. It's like, bitch, time to like focus in what you're actually going to study, what you're actually going to learn, what you're going to apply and apply it well. And, uh, you know, stuff basically like that. And you may find yourself excessively wanting to learn so many things, but Capricorn is going to be asking you to zone in and focus on this like certain degree or certain training for you to really hone in what you're here to do and apply to the 3D physical realm. Make it applicable. If this is happening in your 10th house, 10th house is your career. It is your, how you're seen, your public image. And so you're probably going to be having a lot of career expansion here, a lot of growth and abundance here. You might be traveling more with work. You may find more opportunities to increase status or success and in your workplace, in your career. You might be finding yourself putting yourself out there more because you have that magnetism or energy to like, and go and do this. And that can um, allow you to call in more stuff into your life or find more opportunities, right? And just know that you might be overdoing things or remember to protect or uh, set up self-care so that you're not overworking and overdoing or overly focused on just your career to have that work-life balance, right? But you find that probably you're going to have a bit more ease or uh, focus in on goals that you've been working towards. But if you haven't been like aligning those goals to what you're here to do, you might find yourself getting stuck at points or working to a point of frustration and feeling stagnant in that area. So how can you align so you're in the flow of work, flow of career, so it's all coming more easily versus stagnation and um, you're having walls put up. And your goals would probably be more about your job or career. So they're and allowing yourself to visualize and have those goals that are bigger and more daring and more adventurous than you've ever had before. If this is happening in your 11th house, that's the house of community, friendship, and um, hope. So you might find yourself expanding in your friend groups, find really trying to go into more uh, community groups or volunteering, joining uh, new collectives and things like that more opportunities for finding your nerd herd. Basically, you might find yourself more in wanting to do something for real in a humanitarian way and, or putting your efforts in a physical way towards a cause and being around people with the same interests that you do. You may find there's a bit more optimism instead of seriousness. 
uh, or doubt or fear in your dreams and ideas than that they've there's been in the past, you may find that there's more, um, you're more open to things, being more original or inventive or just being yourself again with your nerd herd, your, your I don't, I don't want to say tribe, but your group that you would feel like you have connections to. And a lot that allow you to embrace your individuality, right? You want to find those friend groups, those communities to help you embrace and express and be real about your individuality. Let's see anything else I can think of in that house. And finding support from others, right? So allowing others to be there for you while you are also being fully wholeheartedly yourself and finding that cooperation and with from others and finally if you're in the 12th house you've got capricorn in there this is the realm of the spirituality of the subconscious of isolation and of hidden things and of the mystical realm so honey you'll be doing some subconscious work here probably okay and a great lesson it will bring is it like releasing victim mentality and uh, or victim patterns and escapism or overindulging, um, overindulging escapism through work, I bet, mm-hmm. because work can be such a great way to not have to deal with real life sometimes uh, or inner life. So it's time to like allow yourself to really look in on those habits and patterns that you've taken on over the years, either maybe even from past lives too, or from your family and finally work through them, heal, eliminate the baggage that you've been carrying around on an energetic spiritual level. Allow yourself to not be so afraid to get in touch with the hidden issues, to get in touch with your spirituality and, um, and those patterns and bring them to the surface, bring them to your consciousness, deal with them. Maybe it's time to start therapy or to explore meditation, metaphysical subjects and practices, uh, and expanding your compassion towards yourself and others. It's time to like do the work, the internal work pretty much, so that you can be more radiantly yourself and not have to carry so much energetic shit that's not even yours probably, or patterns that keep you weighed down that aren't allowing your inner light to really shine. And you may find yourself wanting to be a bit more private or in hermit mode too, to work through this stuff. So that might be a natural course, but no, if you're getting too isolated, and for, <laughs> there's a difference between solitude and isolation, right? So if you're wanting to find solitude, that's great. I love it. But um, if you're isolating because you're not trusting people and don't want to be around them, then that's something else to think about and finding yourself um, a community to or a trusted person to work through through whatever you're feeling out and wanting to uncover and um, release some practices um, I've been looking into since excuse me Jupiter was in my 12th house this past year and doing subconscious repatterning right so there's like EFT tapping there's quantum therapies out there their uh, visualization, shamanic journeying. We can do hypnosis, past life regression, that sort of things. That way, you know, on a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level, you're more tuned into who you really are. You're more tuned into what you want to accomplish, what you're here to do. And you're tuned into 
they're not very caring so much anymore. So you'll have you're more in that state of flow versus subconscious stagnation. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Breathe, everyone. So it's going to be a potent year. There's going to be growing pains. I know I'm like avoiding adulting so much right now. Like I really don't want to do it. I feel like it might be because currently where Jupiter is in my birth chart, it's conjunct my Uranus sign. Uh, Uranus placement, which is still in 12th house. And Uranus don't want to do anything that, like, it doesn't want to be constrained. It doesn't want to be told what to do. And Jupiter, what does it do? Amplifies. So it's like amplifying that rebellious energy. Like, I should get shit done. I should deal with these things and these tasks. That's what Capricorn in me is like, it's time to do these things. And then, like, my inner self and my actual patterns are like, no, no, I'm going to read books. No, I'm going to be quiet and in solitude. I don't want to do my podcast. I don't want to do anything. I just want to read and play. I don't want to, daddy. And <laughs> uh, so I'm riding the wave. You know, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be perfect. But it will bring us hopefully some great expansion and insights in this new year. And just remember that this is a part of the process, especially if shit will be coming up for you and to embrace it. If you have questions or you need someone to work through what's coming up for you to have a bit more insight and uh, more strategy around how to handle things that are coming up for you in this coming year, book a session with me. Book an astro embodiment session with me and we can do a combination of astrology reading and embodiment practices to help you work out whatever's coming up for you. Whether it's about 2020 and Jupiter and Capricorn shit or something else in your birth chart or something else in life, okay? If you want to do that, just book me, email me. Um, link is in my bio on Instagram, at I am Lisa Rose. That's the easiest way to, like, book it through right away. And, um, yeah, I would love to connect with you on that level because this is this some hard shit, and a lot of people don't know about this stuff, or it's hard to find people in person to talk about this stuff with you and to, like, have that feedback and mirroring and just get it out of your head, So that's what I love about having my sessions with people one-on-one is that we can like actually hash it out. You have that safe space to hash it out and get practical strategies and tips to physicalize this psychological processes and energies that are coming through for you. All right, loves. Until next time, I'll see you later. Mwah!